Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Howdy and welcome. You are listening to A Mom's Guide to Wine, a guided wine tasting with candid reflections on motherhood. Here we spill the tea, but never the wine. And we're your hosts, Eliza James and Rosie Gold. And we're so glad you joined us for today's tasting adventure. So excited to join us on our season finale. Full disclosure, for those with little ears around, 90% of our topics and language will be more on the R rating scale. Also, we are not professionals or experts. We are simply sharing our experiences and including some Google searches for support. We are amateur wine enthusiasts and professional moms. That is our skill set. But first, the wine. Always. Always. So today's wine is um, from Barefoot Winery or Barefoot Cellars. I want to get it right because I think they changed their name years upon years ago. But... Anyway, that's who it's from today. And we're doing a bubbly because we're going to celebrate our season finale. Finally! Season so, two in the books. That's it. So, uh, I picked up the Barefoot Bubbly. I, don't, I drink a lot of Barefoot wine because it is A, inexpensive. Easy two, to find. Two, it's easy to find. And three, it tastes good. Like, I've never opened one and been like, what the hell am I drinking? <laughs> So, I have to give them props because it's always good. I'm always skeptical when something says it's an acquired taste because that tells me that I'm, I'm going not going to like it. hate it. I'm going to hate it. Yeah, don't tell me that stuff. I don't have acquired taste, apparently. <laughs> so, I picked up the Brut Rosé. Um, it's pretty in pink. It is pretty in pink. Uh, it is, uh, they said it's a California champagne, so... Uh, no, it's not champagne. It's sparkling wine because it has to come from France to be champagne. But that's okay. We'll let it slide. Uh, on the back, it says Barefoot Brut Rosé. The California champagne is bright, vibrant, complemented by layers of delicate red fruit. Enjoy alone or with your favorite cheese and creamy pasta. Cheers. And it should be on the drier side. It's not should not be very sweet. So uh, I brought along strawberry juice. So we listened. Yeah. Yeah. It says red fruits. Yeah. So we brought some fruits, but in juice form. And we're going to make mimosas because it's morning. Because fun. It's early. Let's. Well, where the hell do I open this at? Now that I'm like. There's a lot of little holes for the cork to breathe. I'm like, somewhere there should be like a tab. Oh, wait. I think I got something. Hey. Hey. I'm smarter than I look, people. I swear. I'm they just, don't know what you look like. Oh, that's true. 
You don't She's know. smarter than she sounds. That's right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There. I'm getting the foil off, guys. This is just really, this is more of a struggle than I anticipated. Bam. So close. There's Look how pretty of a cork. I know. It says. And what kind of cork is it? Enjoy called? safely. Please read warning below. What the fuck is a warning? Warning? Like there's no warning in your eye. There's no warning. Where's is it the maybe book? down here? No. I read this. Chill well. Do not shake. Well, oh, well. here it is. Hold away from self and others. Remove hood. Hold stopper firmly and twist out by hand. Never open with a corkscrew or reinsert the stopper. Okay. Basic. Why so we gotta drink all the mimosas <clears throat> right now. Uh, actually, so my favorite thing that I have bought over the years is a uh, sparkling wine or champagne stopper. And there's specialty stoppers. Like, you can't just use your regular wine stopper. This one has little arms, and you shove it down on the bottle real hard, and you clamp the arms down on it, and it holds the bubbles inside. Oh. Because if you don't drink all of your sparkling wine then it tastes like crap the next day actually it can taste like crap in a few hours if you're not careful all right i can't get the yay we got the foil off and the cork (laughs) hasn't popped yet all right here we go ready ready trying to twist it it's just it doesn't want to cooperate i have a towel over it because i'm not brave enough to do it without a towel oh here it goes here it goes i can feel it moving (laughs) that's what she said getting more and more nervous (laughs) there we go Ooh, Ooh, it's smoking here you gonna pour some glasses oh and it's bubbling up to the top so um about uh barefoot they uh believe that wine like life should be less serious and more fun as the most awarded wine brand in the world with over 10,000 medals and accolades, we aim to serve you as a flavorful, approachable wine in all different sizes and formats to fit any taste and occasion. There's so many bubbles, I have no idea how much I poured. I almost made them identical. Look That's pretty at good. me. That's pretty good. Like all right. a professional. <laughs> so, um, cheers. Let's you try this. Clink. Oh, yeah. so pretty. I'm using my fancy, um... I can smell the alcohol. Glasses. So it's got enough alcohol that I can smell it. Oh, yeah. It smells sweet, but I bet it's not. It's not. Like, it does. It smells pretty sweet. Hmm. So bubbly on my tongue. Yeah. So it's about what I expected. It's pretty dry. Yeah. But not like... It's uh, not attacking your senses. It's not like a regular brute, because I think it's the rosé part of it that gives it a little more... Flavor? flavor? Yeah. Because yeah, I don't drink Brut by itself. That's disgusting. <laughs> no offense to anybody who does. it's called Brut? Maybe it's so a brute. Brute. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> but I love it in my Too fruit juice. <laughs> Et tu brute. <laughs> um, uh, they say that we should get vibrant aromas of red raspberry, cherries, and pomegranate with a creamy mouthfeel. I do agree with I the was, creamy. I was thinking of strawberries when I was drinking it, and maybe that's why, but I felt like I, I tasted strawberries. I think it's definitely some cherry. I don't know. Uh, I do get the creamy mouthfeel part. Yeah. I do like that. So um, let's pour a little more, and then let's add some strawberry juice. Okay. Mm. I'm sorry. I was finishing off my sample. <clears throat> I get a little excited. Is it like that much? Yeah, that looks good. So, you ready? Let's try it with the strawberry. 
make sure my I'm using Minute Maid. Oh, what is this Agua Fresca? Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. And just pink. a tiny bit to give it some color. There you go. I had a smaller amount of the uh, <laughs> wine, so I needed to put a smaller amount of the uh, fancy strawberry juice. It smells nice now. It smells very strawberry now. It like automatically swirled itself around in there. It's a pretty cool little glass you got here. Oh, I like that. Yeah, these are um, my like chalices. I like. These. Oh, I like this a lot. This is good. This is the best mimosa I've ever had. Bam! Best mimosa ever. I've tasted a few, not many, like three. <laughs> I love to go places that have like. Uh, where they bring you like the whole thing of orange juice with the whole bottle. Yes. Like, those are my favorite places to oh, go. Oh, we had a pitcher. I think I talked about this before at a uh, the drag brunch. Yeah, you were talking. I went to Las Vegas, mm -hmm. and they did that. They did a whole bottle of champagne and a giant pitcher full of orange juice. Like, it was intense. I love that. Those are my favorite kind of things. Well, um, I guess let's dive into the episode. So today, in Season 2, Episode 16... Our season finale of bringing it back, 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 uh, back it up, back uh, it up, baby. I don't know where I was going with that. I thought it sounded cooler. <laughs> anyway, uh, don't look at me like that. So, we're talking about activities for all. And by that, I mean, like, different age groups. Like, all for one So and one for all. I have children of uh, varying ages, and um, while Rosie... I only have one. Only has one, but you have nephews. I do have nephews that are like and a older, niece. and and they range from. Oh goodness, the oldest is the female. She's like seventeen. Yeah, and then it goes all the way down to my kiddo at four. Yeah, so you've got like a huge, and you got to entertain sometimes these groups all at yes. once. And so, like, I was thinking of my little's birthday was coming up, and we were trying to make sure that you know we make everybody happy. And we do enough to entertain everybody. And so I thought, this would be a really good, like, let's just wrap up the season and talk about ways to, everybody can get along and play together. And I find that it, it's it's very difficult in understanding the differences in the ages because I feel like some people think teenagers are mm -hmm. some of the easiest to entertain. They're because the they have their, their own brain waves and they're like, oh, I can do this. And they can self-initiate things. Could. However, they don't. <laughs> and so that's why I feel like the teenagers are the hardest for me to entertain. Yeah. Because I'm a pretty eccentric person in one-on-one -on -one conversation. And I like to um, I like to think of myself as eclectic. I think about lots of random things in a very short amount of time. Yeah. And um, normally that keeps people engaged. Uh -huh. um, these uh, teenagers, though, are very difficult to keep on a path. And then they just like scurry away and leave me. They just want to sit on their phones. Like, we'll be outside mm -hmm. at an event, like a football game, mm -hmm. and they will scurry away and leave me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that says. It's me. It's you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. And then they apologize later and say something like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had homework. Uh -huh. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You're a liar. Um, but... I think that's important because the, the high schoolers and middle schoolers, I feel like, are more difficult to keep happy and entertained than my toddler. I can give him a a matchbox race car type thing. Yes. Hours of entertainment from so, one toy. And with little to no engagement from you. Yeah, I don't have to just, do much. Like, I just at have to least be there. once every five minutes, if you engage, they'll keep going. 
they love that. They just they just love that. So um, here's some ideas. <laughs> yeah. So we want to keep your kid from dying of boredom. That's what this is. Um, so outside, I feel like that's. I don't want to feel like I feel like everybody should know this, but I feel like a lot of people don't know this. Um, hiking is a really good form of entertainment for yes. children. Uh, some of the older ones might complain more. That's but true. If you're taking them with little ones, they generally are more uh, interactive because they're showing, pointing things Less out. Less distracted. They're um, picking up sticks with the little ones or rocks, and they're making it a contest. I know that's what mine do. Um, mine is obsessed with bugs of all kinds. And see, and so hiking he wants becomes to know like their name. And I don't know their names, guys. <laughs> I don't know what to tell him sometimes. But I love that hiking becomes like a nature excursion. So Absolutely. you're looking for the bugs. You're looking for the pretty rocks or the leaves or the clouds that look like an animal. And I think that's perfect. And one like, of the that's things perfect. I do since mine really has little to no focus is I like to say, okay, count this. What color is this? Like, I just ask questions. Mm-hmm. And they're not hard questions to come up with. And I, I promise you, I ask all of the questions probably at least once a day. Yeah, well, and it, How tall do you think that is? And it keeps their mind working. And yes. so they're, you can keep them on track that way. I think it's a really good learning tool that I think even some teachers use. Like, they're constantly throughout the day, oh, yeah, you like that? Well, what color was it? How many of them were there? Like, And it also encourages the older kids to basically show off mm-hmm. and then teach the smaller kid. And in their head, they're like, yeah, I'm a badass because it's, I knew how to calculate <laughs> that in feet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a constant <laughs> learning opportunity for all ages, and I think that's fun. Um, we like, we've always said we like going to parks. Uh, fishing has been a new one. I'm not a big fisherman. Um, my dad is, and he took us out on a boat, and um, even the little got into fishing. And he was so excited to reel in a fish, he did not sit there and hold the rod and reel the whole time. I want to be very clear about that. But he was excited. But he was excited to reel in the fish, and then he wanted to take pictures with the fish but not touch the fish, but he also <laughs> wanted to continue to fish. Like, he thought, well, this is fun. This so is even great. when we didn't catch anything for a while, he was still, like, having a really fun time and so that's kind of nice uh kite flying i feel like that's a dying art people don't go fly kites i love flying kites we've always if we go anywhere that there's going to be literally an open yard doesn't have to be very big we did it at the beach yep um i think that's that can be a lot of fun uh sports there are so many sporting activities you can do outside that you can play with just two or three people Yes. It doesn't take very many people um, kicking a ball. That and the tools are getting cheaper and cheaper at, like, literally grocery stores. Yeah, you can find it anywhere. So a kickball is, like, $5 or less sometimes. And that's for a decent one. Uh, T-ball, baseball, softball, all things you can play with. doesn't matter the age group. Everybody can participate in some form or fashion. Um we like playing, the kids like playing soccer, so we do that a lot if we go to parks and stuff. I personally love outside all activities. My, I grew up going camping and fishing. Like mm-hmm. That's just what we did. Mm-hmm. Even when my dad moved us to a home that had a golf course behind it, um, so it was a small yard, we would hop the fence because there was no gate to our fence. It was like a metal 
little short thing. Mm-hmm. We would hop the fence, and all of us would go fishing on the golf course as soon as the last tee kicked off. Nice. And so there's still a few golfers just looking at us like we were creeps, but that's that's, that's fine. Okay. I mean, your kids. We just matter. caught and tossed them back. Like, <laughs> no, you weren't like we're keeping these. This yeah. is dinner. No. Um, but for fun, it can be for fun. We have lots of parks around here that you can fish and release. Yes. For fun, and they don't require uh, fishing licenses at some of them That's because true. they're not state parks; they're local parks, and so that makes a difference. You do have to have your fishing license uh, in most states to fish at state parks, FYI. So, <clears throat> but for inside, I feel like that's probably, I don't know, maybe it takes more thought and creativity. Because sometimes not all of the age groups can truly participate mm-hmm. in every single indoor activity, but you can get creative and, and get them to where they can participate. Yeah, you can get pretty close. Um, you've got, like, art, games, movies, forts, Shadow puppets, um, those are all good things. Uh, I don't know, dancing, we dance, we have dance parties. They don't last very long. I want to be very specific. They last for like 10 minutes, but you had 10 minutes of the kids having like a dance yes. off. And so we got to fight it out. Yeah. And the more competition, the more involved they seem to be, just FYI. Yeah. I, my kids are super competitive. So they always, <laughs> they probably get that from me because I want to win. Um, Mine's pretty competitive and I'm not competitive at all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that from his dad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Simon says, was the, a game I could think of, like off the top of my head, that we've played uh, Red Light, Green Light? Mm hmm. That one's fun. We've um, recently been doing the silent game, but that's for different reasons. Because <laughs> mine just talks 90 miles an hour. He talks all the time. He went all from not talking to, to now he talking. doesn't shut up. That's absolutely accurate. And so we play the silent game, but he instigates the silent game sometimes oh. when he realizes we're less engaging in the conversation he's having. Mm-hmm. He'll go, let's play the silent game. I go, okay. Like, Sounds <laughs> great, babe. And then, and then he'll go, I win. I go, no. Remember, the silent game is... Who is silent the longest? And he goes, oh. And then he'll play again. Mm. I like that. Silent. I didn't even think that. It's not even in my notes. Uh, (laughs) You can build um, racetracks. So we have lots of, lots of, of matchbox race car type stuff. And so we can build lots of racetracks. Uh, We have Legos. We build towers. And sometimes the racetracks go through the Lego towers. Like, you make them, like, they're, like, bridge-like. It's like, it's like merging two worlds, like Harry Potter and Narnia. Yeah, and the kids (laughs) love it. That made my little nerd heart happy. Thank you for that. (laughs) You're welcome. Aw, I love that. I I got her a few years ago a train set, which I also got for myself because I was obsessed with it. It was a Harry Potter Hogwarts train set, and I love it. It's wonderful. It's, it's my it's perfect, thing ever. like, Christmas decoration. Yeah. It only comes out at Christmas because we don't trust our children to no. destroy them. Mm-hmm. And we actually really like the train sets. Yeah. So they're not allowed to touch it. Uh, anyway. So, but storytelling can be a really good one. So I was thinking of, like, when my sister and I were younger. We're only two years apart. We did not get along growing up. But one thing we could get along with is my sister loved to write plays and so we would dress up. She is a creative. She is she? very creative. Uh, we would dress up. We would. Uh, she would write the story out. We would act it out. And if we had enough family members in the area, 
Sometimes it was a whole full-out performance. (laughs) That's amazing. Yes. One time it had to do with a tornado and the Alamo and us getting time-swamped back into the... Into, you know, we were fighting Santa Ana. So, you know, it was like... And historically accurate. It was historically accurate. Absolutely. (laughs) We always went for accuracy. And depending on how nerdy your children are, there you go. There you go. Uh, So plays are fun. Um... (laughs) Cooking and baking is another one that I, we do By the a way, lot. I, I never did a a uh, homegrown show. No, no. <laughs> well, you missed out growing up somewhere I in did. your childhood. Was nuts. I did assist in welding a trebuchet that was historically accurate, and I threw watermelons. I didn't get to do that. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> a little different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I used to go to shooting competitions dressed in historically accurate nice. clothing. So. I always wish I had gotten into more shooting games, like archery and anyway. I just remember going. I just never did. My grandmother made us like bonnets and all that kind of stuff so mm. that we could participate. So it was like. I got a quick side note about a bonnet. So. <laughs> my, <laughs> and on that note, a bonnet. it happened recently. My grandmother. Um, what is it? Bless your heart. Uh-huh. Uh, my grandmother. Uh, has a friend in some other city that they only talk by, via phone. Mm-hmm. She decided to mail her some cash, and this other woman uh, has been making little bonnets. And they're 100% bonnet. Like, what you think of Little House on the Prairie, a bonnet. And I went and visited my grandmother, and she said, Hey, I have you something. And she gave me three of these bonnets that she bought. Oh, and one of them is oh. is bright red. Oh. And on the side of it has two guns, like little pistols. And it okay. says, it says, Granny's packing. <laughs> and she gave that one to me. <laughs> like, thanks, Grandma. What in the world? And my grandmother is old Baptist. No gambling, no dancing, no... No guns, no nothing, right? Like, she's old But that's what she gives you. She she said she didn't know what that meant. Nice. I was like, but it has guns on it. That's hilarious. Anyway, I'm sorry. That was my side note. Y'all can continue. I really like the blue bonnet bonnet. It's pretty cute. I actually have worn that, and I like it. Anyway. I didn't know you wore bonnets, so I I learned something today. (laughs) Uh, I don't, however, I have. (laughs) There you go. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, we do lots of cooking and baking. Mm-hmm. I feel like getting the little to cook, even the teenagers, you get them to cook with you, they are 10 times more likely to eat what they cook. So, picky eaters, I like this is the only way I know how to get picky eaters to eat stuff. I've taken this tip, <clears> and <throat> I have been lo- allowing my child who has little focus in the kitchen. And it has been stressful in moments, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but overall, I think it has been helping in his willingness to smell and lick new items. Yeah. Yeah, because... Will he eat it? Uh, probably not. But, but he is attempting, and he is one of the hardest children I've ever met 
and eating things. Right. He is very like, nope, I'm just going to eat this chicken nugget instead. No, thank you. Last night, I tried a new trick that I heard online where it was like, put two pieces of broccoli on a plate. Mm-hmm. And then just say, oh, the dinner's not ready yet. And then just like wait it out and see if they eat the broccoli. Uh-huh. Did it uh, work? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not for mine. Maybe it will in the future, but I attempted that once last night, so. Okay. Anyway. Well, that's a cool one. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, my husband told me to put on this list easy science experiments because that is what we've been doing a lot. What of. is that show that's with the little boy? Um, Ryan. Yes, Ryan's World. That's where we're learning all this crap from. Thanks, Ryan. Yes, but I actually really think it's fun to watch. We might not be able to pull off some of the experience experiments he's doing, but they are fun to watch. So that's been the little's new thing is that he goes and he's like, we have to do a science experiment. Then he wants to sit and watch it. And most of them that we can do take a long time. Like he wanted to transfer red water into clear water through a paper towel. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. And that takes time. It does. It takes time. And he was very Mine wouldn't uh, impatient. Mine would that. <clears throat> he was very impatient. So we just told him we're going to put it up here on the high counter. In a few days, we'll, we'll check it again. That seemed to help, but he still checked it con- constantly. Like, he's like, did it happen yet? Did it happen? <laughs> no, it takes time. But it'll give the opportunities for the older kids to actually put together these little arts and crafts experiments mm-hmm. for the younger kids. Yeah, and it... And, and my daughter's been really good about being very patient about helping him set up the experiments. And so I don't have to be involved because she's like, oh, I got it. I like the sciencey stuff. And I'm like, you have at it, sweetheart. You just I also go. love for indoors yoga. And yeah. it's because so many of the kids are probably going to be similar in skill level to it, oh, whether yeah. they're 17 or 2. Because um, <laughs> they're, they're not exactly very coordinated, I'm pretty sure, until they get in their 20s. Um, yeah, true. True. <laughs> hey, the cat's in here. Yeah, look at did. that. Don't look at her. She's bad. She's Don't doing look a at dance. Her. Don't she look at she her. wants me to pet her. Don't look at her. Anyway, um, but I I love yoga uh, for my kiddo. I'm not very good at yoga, but it it is fun and interactive, and a lot of them are geared towards kids. Mm-hmm. And so they have to like act out like an animal move. Or yes. So we actually bought a yoga mat we with dinosaur moves. Oh yes. my god, we need to look at it because I bet you they're the same. same Mine's probably. lime green. Yep. That's, yeah. Oh my goodness, we and, have the same yoga mat. And he'll, he'll roll it out and he'll be like, I have to do my exercises. And he does the movements that are on the mat. Yeah. And then he rolls it up and puts it away. Like he that's does amazing. Them, like he's like, I'm a tree or I'm a dinosaur, whatever they yes. they say on them. And he does them and he goes, okay, I'm done. So after like five minutes, he's like, puts his workout mat away. It's adorable. Yes. It's adorable. Because his dad, like, works out on a mat. And so he sees dad doing it. Yeah, and he's so it's like, more I got to do it. And so, you know. Well, it really helps my kiddo with his focus issue. Oh, yeah? Did I mention my kid has a focus problem? I feel like I mention <laughs> that every single episode. It's always on my mind. He's a little bit uh, scatterbrained. Yes. Just he's, a little bit. He's been in T-ball oh, yeah. uh, for, I guess, about a month now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, not going the best. Um, the first the first practice, he was so excited. He'd been talking about it for over a month because he knew he was going to get to do mm-hmm. it every single day. When am I going to meet my new friends? When am I meeting my new friends? We get it's there, adorable. and all these kids are, like, excited to be there, but they're all pretty reserved, standing still. Mine is literally running circles 
around different children, laughing hysterically. Because he is so excited. Because he's so excited. And he won't stop <clears throat> for any of when the coaches, like, start talking to him. He goes, okay, I'm here. And then he's gone. And then he's in a circle around the entire little ballpark. And it's just, I was like, oh, my goodness. This is how this is going to go. So I just <laughs> kept an eye on him. I put him in bright clothing on purpose. And, uh... Key, key to outdoor things, put them in in bright clothing, by the way. Yeah, less likely to lose them. Yeah, especially with swimming and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Anyway, but he uh, he's running in circles. The last few practices, he still does similar things, but basically if they stop an activity and they start talking, he's gone. He's going to take off. He's going to run. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like been a little more focused, but I think that yoga really does help. That's good. Because it's like you're looking at a, at a move, and then you have to replicate that with your body, and it's like a mirror image. It's a lot of thinking and challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, they say yoga for small kids is actually really good. Not just physical, but mental exercise, because for those reasons. So I think that's, or, that's really cool that he likes to do it so much. Mine just does the movements on the mat and moves on with his day. <laughs> um, he is not going to sit down and, like, watch... <laughs> anything but I can't get him to watch TV under most circles like it's very yeah. brief like he does not Short sit moments. and watch anything he's like oh, that was cool for five minutes and like we watched the new Ninja right, Turtles bye movie. Steve Maggie yeah we watched the new Ninja Turtles movie he watched five minutes of the whole thing like he would come in and like glance at it and then he'd go right back to whatever he wanted to go do which was playing with his I action think he figures likes physical things he does. He, he prefers likes to, to play with uh, role play too. Yes, he's role playing with his action figures. He loves that. So, uh, oh, where were we? Uh, we've now circled completely off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Chicken Scratch Diaries. So we googled some stuff. So Chicken Scratch Diaries. It's a website. Um, they say that they are an intentional and Christian family informational page. They have some really nice articles about. Um, to do things with your kids and um anyway through their website i found 40 creative indoor activities for kids of all ages uh it is an article from march 2020 so i'm imagining this mom wrote this while she had just gone into lockdown with her kids right at the beginning and thinking of ways to keep them entertained indoors because not everybody has a way to go outside and be outside and they lock down all the state parks and so you couldn't go to a park during the lockdown and um, so anyway, they had indoor activities. They had like marble racetracks. I would like with toilet paper. Oh, rolls. that's so cute! Well, I never thought of that. That one was pretty good. Um, they talked about making uh, bagged ice cream, so you can make ice cream, you know, in a bag with ice and salt, and you, with cream you can mix it. You nice. know, um, they have a recipe for that. Uh, they were really big on fort building, so you take all your chairs, your blankets, and build giant forts. And which we do that on an occasion, and it makes the little very, very happy. I think it makes the teenagers happy, too, but they are not going to be... To make it more structurally sound. Right. They're not going to be like, this is the best thing ever. They're like, I mean, it's it's okay. But on the inside, they're really But happy. on the inside, they're jumping around like the three-year-old is. So, <laughs> I know that they are. I really like uh, putting a piece of paper in the bottom of a cardboard box lid. Mm-hmm. And then putting marbles in paint and then putting them down on top of the paper and then just rolling them oh, around by moving the cardboard like lid. Like painting? That's a yeah, pretty good painting one. painting with marbles. Yeah, they talk about stacking uh, cups and painting and stuff. Um, potato stamping, which is where you take a potato, you I've carve it. I've seen a lot about that, but I haven't done it. And you it. stamp it. I don't know. I thought, that's probably pretty easy. Like, <laughs> Double sorry. 
Um, it's probably a it's pretty cat. cheap and easy activity to do. I really like the cat, but it also makes me sneeze. I know. And cats really like me, too. That's Lucy. Lucy, say hi. Lucy's been in some <laughs> of our pictures because... She said hi through, she through has, my sneezing. She has a resting bitch face. So she's, she's really fun to take pictures of. Um, there was also another article I found called are on a website... Uh, FamilyFunTwinCities.com. I don't know. I did not do any more research than that. But they had an article that was broken down by age group. So they said, like, here's your toddlers, which we consider, like, 2 to 5. Then you got your 6 to 11. And then you got your 12 to 18. That's kind of nice because you can kind of pick the group. Mm-hmm. And they had 75 indoor games for kids. And so, but it was broken down by age group. So you could be like, I have mostly toddlers. This is what I'm going to do. I got a house full of smelly teenagers this is what i'm gonna do because <laughs> they all smell they all smell i don't know what that is about that but they all smell so really good informational uh websites that are out there lots of really good articles so you can take what we're saying and you can like put it out into the google cyberspace and totally get some really good information back you know what i'm really ready for what are you ready for is for things to get weirder Weirder? We're, we're always kind of weird. But well, next season... It's going to get weird. It's going to get real weird. So... Here's the plan. Since, since we have your ear and you're going to go... You're going to get um, inside scoop, basically, because we're telling you stuff that we're not going to release until probably January. Yeah, probably. February. Um, 2024. 2024. Season 3 will be coming. Um, we will be doing weird wines i think it's gonna be really fun we're gonna have to work to get this mixes Mm. yeah it's gonna take a hot second to get each wine it's gonna be a little more difficult than just doing like california wines yeah um but we plan to have every single episode something odd yes so um i've asked my parents to pick up because i've seen it so i know it exists a green chili wine oh heck yeah i'm all about that i'm like i wonder what i will pair this with enchiladas oh see you're already ahead of me i'll make some green chili i can make some green chili chicken soup oh my goodness i'll make the tomatillo salsa for you because i make the best tomatillo salsa i love tomatillo salsa so i'm i'm down so let's do this um but yeah we're going to do weird wines so we're gonna see what we can find which also means oh darn we're gonna have to take more trips outside of our town to go to like (laughs) big cities to go shopping escapism Oh, darn. <laughs> darn. Um, but I'm pretty excited about that. So, um, I haven't really decided what we're going to call season three yet. Um, something to do with chaos. Yes, for sure. Um, but it's definitely going to be featuring weird wines. And Find we- peace within the chaos. Oh, I like that. Finding peace within the chaos. I know, I'm brilliant. You're I love welcome. that. Thank you, I'm going to write that down. So, as I make this note to myself, um, but we are very excited. Uh, We're also going to be doing short stories starting, I would say this fall, but I think, yeah. We've gotten a lot of remarks about our short stories in the past. Uh, We're pretty excited. tend to like them because they're very uh, off the cuff. We don't write anything down. Like, we really just go, here's the topic. One of us comes up with a topic and doesn't tell the other. Yeah, and then you just show up. We think it's, we kind of came up with the idea because when we just randomly talk, 
Mm-hmm. We come up with some random ass shit to talk about. True story. And so our thought was, hey, let's let other people see why we have a magical relationship. Because <laughs> it gets pretty weird and random. Because we merge Hogwarts and, and Narnia. Yeah, we do. Oh, oh, that's just so beautiful to me. Like, I'm smiling. I Y'all saw can't a random see them, video clip of this older gentleman who made a Narnia cabinet and then it opened into a, a room in his home. I was like, oh my goodness. This man is I know wonderful. It. I know what I need in my next house. It was an house. older man. I'm, I'm not sure where where I saw it, but it was a video. When I build my next house. There you go. Now I know what I need. I have Narnia to have a room. I need a, and you know what it's going to be? My I'm library. I'm pretty sure it opened into a library. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. That's going to be I'm my library. Sure. It's going to be my library. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm putting it out there in the universe. It's going to happen. Speak truth. That's right. You speak the truth out into the universe and you get the truth back. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Karma kicks you in the ass. And, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, we tried. Um, so we'll probably start releasing short episodes. November-ish. Mm-hmm. Because... We typically do about one a month. Yeah. Until, until the next season. Until the next season. So we might come up with four. Um, we are talking about going to some more wineries. Yes, we are. Um, as well as a ghost tour. Like wineries that um, Eliza has not been to before. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm, I just, I love going to new places, but then I get very anxious because I'm like, what if I don't like it? And I drove all this way. Yeah. Like, that's where my mind goes, but I drove all this way. Um, <laughs> I must like I it. I must like it. So, I'm, go- I'm going to look into some more wineries. I um, would really like to go to some I've never been before. And to go try wines we have never tried before. Like, Absolutely. that's on our list. Um, we would like to do a ghost tour. Well, that is happening. Yeah, like, I'm thinking we've got to get that booked. We but heard... We heard that the uh, most haunted city in Texas is Spring, Texas, mm-hmm. and so we're planning on going to a ghost tour there. Yep, we're we're wanting to go do that. I have a uh, I've been to one in San Antonio, so I have know. I've been to a couple in San Antonio, and um, I've been to one in New Orleans. I did them in Boston, so I'm really excited to go do another one because I love the story aspect of it. I don't care if it's the true storytelling. I don't care if it's true. I don't care if I don't see any ghosts. I've never have. But I really love the story. I love a good story. I like people watching. (laughs) And I really like the person that is hosting to be as kooky as possible. Like It's a requirement. They will in I'm I'm relatively quiet in public settings, however, I'm going to be their best friend by the end of it. Because I I make I, I come up with good comments. I believe that. At the right opportune moment. So, very excited to go do that. Um, uh, trying new things, trying new places, new stories, um, weird wines. Did we leave anything else out? Like, I feel like that kind of covers our it expectations. It covers the chaos. Yeah, that's our... Bou- bouncing around on the ideas. Yeah. We're... Next season will be chaos. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna narrow it down. Like we're not just gonna randomly throw. I'm too organized for all of that, um, but it will be good. That I promise. And we'll keep doing our biweekly releases. Um, we'll keep doing our wine release Wednesdays, where we release the wine before. So if you can find it, you can sip along with us. Um, hopefully at home. Hopefully at home with a babysitter. Yeah, it's preferred or an older kid. 
Yeah. To keep the small one contained. Yeah. I do, um, I mean, I listen to all kinds of podcasts. So, I found a new one recently that the guy tells scary stories. Yeah. But they're based on truth. I like it. So, I like, I listen That's to one. a lot of them. I listen to one called That's Lore. But it's a historical-based storytelling. So, not all of it's ghost story-ish, but it is all true stories, historical Cool. I love historical stories, but this one, well, the guy tells, one I don't know. How dare you bring it up and not know? The, so the guy that tells, you can find him, his name is Mr. Ballen, B-A-L-L-E-N, Ballen. <laughs> and he, I don't know. <laughs> He's I, so Ballen. <laughs> I watched him on YouTube and I thought, how in the hell have I never heard of this guy before? He looks like somebody I would have hanged out with, like... He's in a flannel t-shirt. He's, like, in a flannel shirt all the time. He's got a cap on. And he just sits on a stool, and he's very active, and he tells you a story. Like, uh, he told stories about um, people disappearing out of weird instances. And yeah. then, like, so weird never, circumstances. Weird circumstances. Uh, he does some murder mysteries type stuff, but he never gives away what has happened until the end. He loves to give you a big mic drop at the end so i like his style of storytelling though the other day i was listening i was like oh i've heard this one before but he tells it different so i I, i'll listen (laughs) um but i listen to podcasts all the time case files is one of my favorites yes um but i think i'm almost caught up on that one which is sad there's only like 300 episodes and they're all like an hour long so i mean like (laughs) No big deal. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Just like a light cleaning <gasps> yeah. moment of the day. Yeah. With our ear, AirPod, AirPod, yeah, AirPods in. Yeah, because uh, the kids can't listen to some of those. <laughs> they get a little descriptive. Descriptive's a good word. So, um, but I'm really enjoying our mimosas this Me morning. Me too. This I was drank fun. mine. You did. My, now, it wasn't a lot, but I did drink you it. You still drank the whole thing. I've I had two glasses. Thing. So, kudos I'm to proud. me. Hmm. The kitty yeah. cat is now playing with a little ball. I gotta do better. I think so, cats are my spirit animal. That's what else I was gonna say. So next season, we will not be recording in this room anymore. We're moving on up. Oh, yes! We're moving out. Moving out. Into an actual office space. Where the cat can't get in. Yes. That's the goal. Did you hear the kitty cat? You could probably hear the stupid cat. That's why she got angry. <laughs> Crunchy, crunch, crunch, crunch. Yeah. No, so. we're trying to make y'all's listening uh, time much more enjoyable. Yeah. We've done a lot to... to Try to up our sound up quality. Our, up our sound quality. Yeah, so we're, we're getting there. But Where you can hear every flexion of our voices. That's right. I want it to... Well, I was going to say sound sexy, but that don't, I don't really want that. I don't that. think we sound sexy. Um, <laughs> less gooberish and uh, more professional, maybe. That's what I go for. Yes. That's a good goal. Less high notes to low notes. Yeah. It's like We wanted chaotic. to get a little more. Oop, oop, oop. Um, so we're moving locations, which we're really excited about. So hopefully it sounds better. Uh, we shouldn't have to worry about chickens outside the window. Well, anymore. the chickens tend to hide from the sun when we're recording right underneath. Right underneath it. We can hear them, but thank God they have not shown up on the... On the, any of the audio recordings that if you I have, have noticed. Let us know. Yeah, if you've noticed it and we missed it, I think it, when they were making know. that call when they sounded like a goat, remember? Yeah, they were like screaming. That, that I think everyone heard. Probably. Yeah, they're <laughs> just noisy. Because it's like, that's not a small child, that's the chickens. So we're trying to 
decrease some outside noises. So be ready to tune in for season three starting probably March, maybe April. We'll we'll see. We'll see, we'll see we how excited all, we get. We gotta see where we get all our wines from. That's really yes. the part we're we going prepared. to struggle with the most is that we're gonna have to buy everything in advance and be ready. So um that's gonna wrap up today's we'll episode. Out where <laughs> and then we yeah. <laughs> Last time we did, I did a box in my kitchen, and that worked pretty well. Yeah. We'll do that again. Um, so that's going to wrap up today's episode. We hope you enjoyed this wine and motherhood adventure. Thank you for tuning in and turning up with us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, at Mom's Guide to Wine. That's the number two. You can leave us a love note, episode suggestion, or just say hi. Goodbye for now. But goodbye for now. But this is Eliza. And this is Rosie. And we will be spilling with you soon.